time. I swear, man, you. Like I swear, man, um, fans are crazy. So I'm looking at this video, and it's like, um, So it's basically is a video of rappers and their kids. Fans are fucking retarded, and it's very I'm ooh, damn my leg. Like fans are fucking stupid, bro. I'm gonna tell you because um, because like I said before, this is why I'm glad my dad is not a famous artist. I mean, famous rapper. That's why I'm glad my mom's not a famous rapper and our singer. That's why I don't have no. That's why I'm glad I have no fucking famous people in my family. Now, the only famous thing is that I was born on the same floor as Diana Ross because my mom's last name is Ross and I was born in 87 and um, the doctor thought that my mom was related to Diana Ross. Keep in mind, no relations. Now, I'm just saying because how you fans treat... um, are you fans be treating like these celebrity kids who rap? It's fucking pathetic. Like, my first have to have a. I'm ready. Oh, I'll be here. Because y'all think that um, everyone wants to have a. I'll be here. Huh? Oh, yeah. Should I pull it? I'll be right here. Alright. So it's like. Um, yeah, it's like this, man. It's like when you have um like people, let's say for example, you have um hmm, a celebrity rapper or a celebrity like Will Smith's son, right? Jaden can fucking rap. Little Easy E can fucking rap. Even I heard little Marcus, 50 Cent son, he can rap. But because it didn't come from the struggle. And because the fact that they didn't come from the struggle and because the fact that, you know, they were born privileged, their stories don't mean anything. So if you have a famous, so basically meaning that if you're a famous, so basically saying if you are a famous kid, a famous um, a, 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 a son or a daughter of a famous rapper or a famous singer, don't do music. If you don't do rap because fans are so fucking obsessed with a stress, with a with a tragic story. Why do you think people don't like Cardi? His, his story wasn't tragic. This dude blew up and they were a fucking team. They, like basically all of his homies were all playing fucking like GTA 5 online. And then they end up making a rap group together and they end up blowing up. That's not tragic. That's something that's not tragic to the fans. Fans love tragic stories. And if your fan, if your stories ain't tragic enough, then we're not feeling you. But y'all are the same ones that were called Juice World Emo and X Emo. Ain't that the most emo shit right there? Oh, if you're a fucking, if you, if you don't have a tragic backstory that drives you to rap, then I can't fuck with you. 
And it's always the same fucking stories. It's never like, let's be real. That's the, that's the only stories fans like. It's never, that's the only and the most common story. Oh man, the reason why I chose to fucking rap because my dad was a rap, my dad died and and I, and the only thing to escape was me making rap music. Oh, I was, you know, I had a daughter, you know, in my, tw- in my teens and, you know, I was working, you know, these odd jobs and my grandma, my mom was watching my baby and my, my dad was never to be found. So I had to sit there and grind as a 20 year old to, to, to make it. And the, the music just kind of kept me going. And then one day, you know, my homeboy gave me, had some, had some connections to a late, to a studio and we were recording in that studio and all of a fucking sudden, like a legendary rapper came in and heard the hunger in my voice because of the pain I was going through. And then people was connecting with it. You know what I'm saying? If that's if pain is the only thing that connects people, I promise you, that's not the only emotion. Like y'all just want y'all just want a bunch of motherfuckers to sit there and say, "Yeah, I feel the same way too." But in the most common way, like I would, I've yet to hear a rapper talk about, "Hey, man," as much as y'all sit there and say, "Let's talk about your real life," like going to Walmart and shit. No. Cause y'all call that corny. Y'all love the y'all love the same old stories. You know what I mean? I grew up like with me, how I grew up in the '90s, right? Um, with the um, Rodney King beatings and the L.A. riots. Y'all would love for me to rehash that story every fucking time. I have a song right now called Westbound, where I'm literally talking about that shit, but only in a different fucking way. I'm gonna get more deep with like with Latoya and how she. You know, was the one that kind of triggered, that kind of blew, like all kind of deep shit. Talking about, you know, how it was racism. You know, I even spoke about that. Like a lot of deep shit that happened in the 90s. Now, keep in fucking mind, I've said that I've recorded probably three or four songs, two or three songs talking about that topic. Only, and I think I haven't released them, but if you look into my catalog, I've probably spoke about that shit multiple fucking times. And fans don't care because we love to hear tragic shit. We love to hear shit that relates me relates to you. We relates like that. We love that shit. Why do you love that shit? Because let's be real, bro. Y'all, y'all, like, it's life is more than just oh another tragic story. Like, bro, most rappers don't even like talking about that shit. But that's the thing about hip hop, man. We 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 came from the struggle, and this goes back to parents you know how especially as black black parents they always talk about how old man i've been through the struggle okay cool you don't want you you do you go through the struggle for your kids to not struggle then when your kids don't want to go through the struggle you want them to go through the struggle so they can have a backbone or have some substance like right now with even with as current as me now me working a nine-to-five job making rap music having a daughter living in a studio apartment one been not studio apartment one bedroom apartment and with my wife and we have health issues and we're trying to get better and me being pre almost like being pre-diabetic and then shaking that off and my wife almost dying after a month after having my daughter see y'all like hearing artists do that and put it in rap form and here's the kicker y'all really don't because y'all so obsessed with the product and how the fuck it sounds if i were to sit here and in detail talk about how Oh, my daughter, how I almost lost my fucking wife and how my mom treated my fucking 
my wife like shit after we had the baby. See, all of that is good content to you. Now, put that in a fucking rap song and watch someone sit there and say, I relate to that. I relate to that. I want to hear that. I relate to that. Y'all relate to that more than the rappers talking about going to fucking GameStop or remembering when, when fucking, you know, I have a song. I mean, I forgot the name of the fucking goddamn song. It's supposed to be a tribute to the to 2000 and 2000 and the early 2000s. Y'all would, that, that's basically nostalgic rap. It's more of remember them times type of fucking rap. But if it's something like, let's just say, if it's something where it's like, oh, well, um, well, uh, well, it's cool that you're remembering that, but at the same time, you know, because fans want you to talk about, be, I mean, be about your your image. You know, you can't make songs about, hey, remember back in early 2000s about, remember when tape, when, 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 when um, skater culture was at its peak, right? Playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater and shit, even though this is me being real. Like, no, 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 no. You put up a persona being this chill, laid back, lyrical guy. You have the, the smoking weed mic sense, the hip hop lyrical mic sense. You have the fucking love, make the I love you, like lovey, dubby mic sense. Oh, we don't like that. Um, you have the, you know, people don't like the R&B, lovey, dubby mic sense. Um, we don't like the, you know, you have the, you know, different sides of you. And when I saw the nerdy side of me, which, you know, like anime girls and shit like that, that isn't the same hatred as if you do it in a way where it's like, why well, I'm doing it with this song. But I got to finish that song because I'm only one verse in and I need to put a hook on it. But I'm just saying, like, how y'all be treating these celebrity kids is fucking pathetic. Because you can, because let's be real, you don't have to fucking be a famous rapper to have money. You know how most of these white rappers blow up? Not all, but most of them blow up because they have a family member that has money and they can throw their money around, especially if they're rich and you're the only child. They spoil these kids riding. I want to be a rapper, daddy. Don't even like rap, but you know what? Here's like a quarter million. Here's like a quarter million dollars. It's nothing. And here's your little rap career. I'll fund it. Here, we'll fund it. And guess what? They fund it. And then guess what? You see them blowing up. I don't see why fools be trying to talk about how the reason why artists don't blow up because they don't got no money. No shit. No one's not going to invest their whole fucking goddamn paycheck in this fucking rap shit. We got renting bills to pay. Babies to take care of. You got motherfuckers that would legit spend a last dime on a fucking dream that ain't going to come true. No backup plan. These fools will sit here, spend day like this one, um, this one rapper. I remember this. This is what um this is like long time ago. And this one dude sat there. These fools went all the way to Texas. No, New York. He's from he's from Texas. He went all the way to New York. And he went to New York just to go and go meet up with his producer. David, that thing is Damien TV, and he went all the way there, left with his kid and his fucking wife, his baby mama, went to New York, and you know what the fuck this dude Damien did? Because I know how he doesn't have that video no more. He says, "Hey man, uh, 
how much music he got? Keep in fucking mind, this is like, you know, he had a kid, he can't record. I mean, even though it's an excuse, because I can still record music, even though I have a child. But he has multiple kids, so. Okay. And then he's like, no, that's an excuse, bro. I am so sick and tired. Here's a very hot take. Not everything's an excuse. People are afraid to say that, but I'm going to say it. Not everything's a fucking excuse. Like, my mom thinks that everything's an excuse with my, with my girl, with my wife. Oh, she doesn't want to because she's lazy. No, it's not. No, that's it's not because she's lazy. It's because the fact that my wife is working extra hours. I'm working my hours, and we can't do the shit that you want us to do. Like, we, every Wednesday we're supposed to go to yoga. Can't do that. We need more fucking, we need more money in the house. So you can't say that we're lazy when you know that we're busy. And I told my mama, even before we even had my daughter, that we don't have the money to take care of it. Yeah, from the outside looking in, oh, yeah, I got it like that. Of course, we have no baby. We were working, my wife was working two jobs. I'm working jobs. And my wife just chose to work two jobs. But guess what? Our days off always was on the same day. And on top of the fact, you know, we had, it was just me, my wife, and a pet cat. There was no other responsibility besides paying written bills. We didn't even pay no electric bill. The electric bill was free. Water was free. The only thing that we paid for was motherfucking internet. Everything else was no, everything else was just free, free, free. There was no electricity bill. Well, there was. My wife paid the electricity bill. But there was no like gas bill which i have to now pay just the electricity bill that's the only bill my wife pays other than that dog and and we held with the car no other than that bro we had it like we had it good but at the same time it isn't like we were we had it like that we just went by our means and that's what happened so so now we have a child and we struggling and then because oh but we went through the struggle but they forget when you went through your struggle you have to understand you have people that backed you up and it was a different fucking time i don't know why parents oheads who head on this generation including us like us you know millennials older millennials um y'all act like we're the same we're not the same bro 1990s as an adult is different from early 2000s of fucking adult when we were at the recession and we were sitting over there trying to fucking uh you know go and look for it was hard, hard to look for a job at the time even security job i'm looking for all any kind of fucking job secure like any kind of fucking job i think my biggest mistake was not being security because i would have my got my gun license and all that shit while i was in high i mean while i was in college i got that when i was finishing college so, but like I say, me with a child and medical shit, and my wife had a baby, had my daughter, and you had to go through medical, had to pay a bunch of money with medical, medical bills. And you want to sit there and say that we going through that, we fucking goddamn, and thank God we're close to finish, finishing up paying off the fucking car. So the only thing that we can pay off is this fucking goddamn medical bills. So thank God for that. So... So basically, God been pretty much helping us out the whole fucking time. What have my mom been doing? Talking down to my wife and against my relationship. You, it's the key here. My, my mom type of fucking mom. If you tell her the truth, she don't fucking like it. Same thing with my sister. 
I'm just keeping that shit a buck, bro. I don't got time. Look at my mom. And I pray that my wife picked up my fucking wife, put up my daughter on time because of because my mom is like this. She be like, because we be busy. Then stop pushing your fucking kids to fucking have kids. Let me tell you something about my mom. Yeah, I love her to death, but let me tell her something, tell you something about her that that pisses me off. And I'm sure a lot of mothers are like, when it's like this, man, you push and pressure your kids to have kids. And she's in this weird competition with my, with her sisters. When we got married, that was my mom's time to shine. Because, oh, my son is being married. That's my, that's the golden moment. My mama is the, is only cares about moments. She doesn't care the fact, oh, my son and my, and his wife is living in a studio apartment. They want their own life. She wants moments. Every time it's a Christmas time, that's her favorite time because there is a moment. And when she says it's an important moment, that because my uncle Mars and my, my uncle Mars comes in, my uncle comes in. And guess what? It's, it's every full moon that they come in. So there's that. So then, you know, when so when we say, oh, mom, I don't celebrate Christmas no more. And that did some to her. So like, oh, no, 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 no. I want you to be around my moment. I like birthdays. Like most mothers, my mom's age don't care about birthdays. Like, but my mom cares so much about birthdays. Like, for real. And if we don't give her for a birthday, she just flips the fuck out. If you don't give her anything for it, it doesn't matter if you're broke. If you're broke, it doesn't matter. And if, and, if, and if the bags are not in a special birthday bag, if it's not in a fucking special Christmas bag, Oh, yeah, she's going to fucking flip. That's childish, if you ask me. Like, my aunties don't even care about Christmas and birthdays like my mama cares about Christmas and birthdays. She thinks it's that important. But, but you know, but, but back to what I'm saying, man, like, you know, but again, she only care about moments. So when she kept on bugging me to have a baby, which is weird because she's the one talking about, oh, you know, she even said out of her face, why we got married? Oh, we, you shouldn't be, oh, I, I understand that you're not supposed to be married. I mean, I mean, no, that's what I understand that once you're married, I can't intervene in your relationship. What she's been doing the whole time, intervening in my relationship. And no matter if we sat there and talked about it, she didn't listen. Like a pastor ain't going to tell her to stop. She's going to keep doing it. She cares about a moment. And since she doesn't want me to celebrate. So now she now she starts seeing my my cousin who still live with his mom has a fucking baby. That's my auntie's moment. Because, again, even my mom's side of the family, they just care about a the moment. They don't care about the fact that it's fucking stupid or you're encouraging basically your kids to have kids out of wedlock or have kids at the wrong time and think and, and say, no one was prepared for a baby, even my sister-in-law's like, bro, like we were preparing for a baby. How you prepare for a baby? Uh, you know, protection. Uh, there's different medicines and different pills to stop that. So what the fuck? Why would you encourage us to have a fucking baby? And you you struggled with multiple kids. That's the issue about most of these mothers. I mean, most parents, especially the mothers. Y'all know that y'all, y'all struggle with us, but at the same time want us to go through the same struggle because you are jealous and you want a moment. It's jealousy and you want a moment. And once we, once I slipped, called my mom and told her I got my wife pregnant, then all of a sudden, now, 
she has a moment. Told her friends, yes, I have a new fucking, I have another, I have another, um, you know, another, another grandchild now. I'm like, really? And so now after that, you know, you would think that she would make our lives easier because it's our first time having a baby. Oh, no. She says, figure the fucking shit out. But before the baby, oh, you know, don't worry, Mike. Don't worry, Mike. We have family. You only do it when you want to and only when it's a special event. Again, my mama just wanted a moment. And when you have a fucking um, family or a mom that just do shit for a moment, you have to, you know, document that, which I didn't do, which I wish I did because I wouldn't have my fucking daughter if I didn't. Document every fucking thing that's a red flag. How my sister got mad because my grown fucking cousin didn't want to come to a fucking um didn't want to come to a to a to her birthday party like it was so special when it wasn't. Write that down. My mama getting upset because we didn't come because we didn't come to her to Christmas to a Christmas to Christmas on to come to a Christmas party and because he and then tell me a 30 year old man I don't care that your daughter your that she don't celebrate Christmas before it's my wife you better celebrate Christmas with your family these are red flags I should have fucking paid attention to wrote down and said okay this is the fucking reason why I will never ever ever have a fucking baby I don't care how much she taught how much she bitch how much she begs because I fucking know it's gonna be a problem and I didn't do that if I would have did that, I guarantee you life would have been better. So much better. And I learned that. And I, had to, I had to learn that. Because she's going to want another moment. Because she's like, even my, mama, even, even my sister, don't have another baby, Mike. I shouldn't have no baby. Look how the fuck you treated my wife. Look how the fuck you just like y'all just wanted a moment. And my sister the same way. She wanted a moment. And you think she wasn't going to sit there and say, oh, when you want to give me a niece or a nephew? Y'all just want moments. They don't care about your, they don't care about you. Think about it. My wife is in the hospital and she almost died. My mama showed no remorse to me or my fucking wife. She just said, well, hey, if your wife dies, I'm going to live with you to get rid of your pet cat who does not fuck with my baby and it's going to be me and you living with each other. You see what I'm saying? Ain't it kind of funny how this shit happened real a lot more after my dad-in-law died. Now, if my dad-in-law was still alive and we were telling him, hey, man, we don't want no baby right now, guess what? He would be like, keep in mind, men, we are not like women when it comes down to wanting to be a grand, a grandchild, a grand, a grand, a grandfather. Okay, we don't rush our kids to do it. It's more of if you want to. And let's take this shit back to the fucking main topic. If I fucking put all I just said into a rap song, you'll be like, "Yo, I agree with that, bro. I been through that, bro." Now keep doing that every once in a while. But again, fans are weird because sometimes you gotta talk about things that you know how to talk about. Like you can't talk about poli- you can't talk about politics in a rap song if you don't know nothing about politics. If you already build a foundation of doing being this, you can't even fucking change it. So that's why I say, man. That's why I say. Like, shit like that just annoys me. 
It does. It really fucking kills it. Fucking, it really kills it. Because it's like, bro, it's like, um, what are we doing? And then, like I said before, like, I'm glad I'm not famous. Like, if you are underground, here's the kicker. The only time it works when you're a rapper to have kids, unless you're like an underground rapper, like this new group, and it's all consists of Razzcast kids and I think some other rappers' kids. They, and they all do the same boom, bad, beat, rap. They're trying, to get, they're trying to keep the tradition alive. Yeah, cool. But notice how they don't get slack for that. They don't get hit with that. Now, keep in mind, you think Razzcast is broke? Razzcast got money. Razzcast sold records back in the 90s. Razzcast made a lot of fucking money. So guess what? His kid wasn't born privileged. I mean, wasn't born from the hood and struggles. His kid was was taken care of. The only issue was that he never saw his, his dad from time to time. But at the same time, you can't sit there and say that the man wasn't privileged, that the man didn't take care of his kid. Now, because that's the only factor Oh, I didn't see my damn, I didn't see my dad. He's been on tour making money. That's, I mean, I remember one rapper who was doing that. It's like, yeah, man, my dad was on tour and well, he was on tour making money. My stomach, you know, I was, you know, on the streets doing the da da da. Fans like that shit because guess what? That gives you an edge. That gives you an interesting story. Ain't it kind of funny how the most, you know, ghetto, I came from the, from the mud, you know, my dad wasn't there, those are the most quote-unquote interesting stories, they're not interesting stories, those are cliched stories, and fans love that cliche all the time, as much as y'all sit there and say that y'all hate, like, you know, cliches and rap, why the fuck, that's the most fucking respected and most liked cliche. I came from the mud. I came from the hood. I came from the streets. This is the reason why a lot of motherfuckers who ain't never game bang start acting like they game bang so they can fucking make up an interesting story. You see what I'm saying? This is why motherfuckers don't like Drake or Jock Hollow. But hey, all white rappers are corny, right? Even though he's been grinding for a long time, y'all niggas still call him an industry plant. And it's right there. Like, he has 2000, from 2010 and on. Y'all sit there and say, he's an industry plant. You're fucking stupid. He's been grinding for almost a decade to blow up. And he's the same motherfuckers that will sit there and tell you, hey, man, quit when you ain't blowing up yet. I don't even care about blowing up. I don't give a fuck. Even when you see rappers who are my age, let's say Westside Gunny and... Godzilla and you got people like RJ Payne really blowing up into the underground. Uh yeah. Yeah, I want to still sit there and say you're getting too old, but then you got niggas who blow up don't don't blow up until like mid thirties and shit. And then they always say, but no one who is no one. And again, I keep on saying how hip hop is dead. Hip hop is dead. Hip hop is 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 no more. And you telling the motherfuckers who got the most experience in rap who are in their 30s and 40s to stop making rap music? Man, shut up. Shut the fuck up. That's why, hey, like I told you, this is why I have an issue with Bow Wow. Bow Wow is fucking corny. He's been corny. Okay? And people just like what he said because he echoing everyone else is saying. But again, fans, what the fuck you gonna do about it? People have been echoing how rap is no, it's not unique. It's not what it used to be for years. Where's the lyricism? Where's the bars? You got these kids who listen to nothing but turn up rap who call any lyrical spiritual rapper corny. That includes Hobson. But he says corny shit. Bro, I can name a lot of mainstream rappers that say a bunch of corny ass shit. And you don't even fucking even care. Young Thug's one of them. 
Like, for real. He said some very questionable things in his fucking lyrics. Like, remember when he caught his motherfucking goddamn homies bay? And called guns dicks? And no one didn't care. And you had a lot of rappers saying that shit with confidence too, boy. So, it just, it just, it just, it just... It's crazy to me. It's like how that one retard that said, Corday's a trash rapper because he his 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 face looks weird. I'm still on that shit. That's this that's in the same boat with um someone calling uh Vince Staples a goat, but he's mid. How the fuck you call someone aggressive of all time but mid. That goes in the same boat when um that goes in the same boat with um when that one dude was on Bishop Naru saying like you're like basically saying make it seem like as if he invented boom bappy rap when he didn't like there's a lot of people that say the most dumbest comments and then the dumb thing is they try to fucking defend it and they know it sounds dumb and every time they try to defend it they sound dumber like seriously and you know what's so fucking funny I was looking at this video I mean it just came on my it just came up and it says rappers that are that are out the closet, like that are low key gay. I didn't know John Tavolta was gay. He was my favorite, like he to me was my favorite actor. It doesn't matter though. He gay, whatever. That's his thing. See, it's funny now since it's cool now. Everyone's like, "Yo, look at me! Look, I'm out the closet." See, and people act like gay is is new. No, nigga, it's been there. I remember watching this old cartoon called Wait Till Your Father Gets Home. It was like a gay guy on there. And that's why when I looked at Family Guy, it seemed familiar. Oh, this reminds me of Wait Till Your Father Gets Home. It's an old cartoon. Look it up. So it is that because, like I say, gay characters have always been around. You cannot fucking tell me how flamboyant Maximilian Pegasus on, on fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! is. You can't tell me Pegasus ain't gay. Like, his whole mannerisms is like that, which I don't care, you know what I mean? That doesn't bother me, but that's been around, you know? But um, back to what I'm saying, back to what I'm saying. It's just... Mm. Go back to what I'm talking about. So, it's this um one... Uh, you all know Lil Nas... But it's like, what is that one rapper? What is that one guy? It's not a rapper. He's this one actor. He was out there. He was gay. But I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But that was just weird. I was like, damn, I didn't know that. But that's what I'm saying. I'm rambling. So, like I said, if you're a um, child star, or if you grew up, especially if you're a child star, if you were already like a Drake, you're a child, you're a child star, right? If you grew up basically being a child actor, that paid you a lot of money. And some people don't even pay a lot of money. Hell, Hobson was a child actor. He was an extra. So I don't know why people don't get on Hobson for that. Hobson was on fucking That's So Raven and all these other Disney fucking cartoons. And y'all don't come at him the way you come at Drake. But Drake steals words. Nigga, Drake steals lines. Nigga, every fucking rapper steals or steals bars. My nigga, there's some, there's some time you'll say a fucking nice bar and some retard be in the comment and say, you stole my bar. So you don't even know what you stole and what is stolen and what is because everything is so confusing. Like when I have a song, when I made this song called The Way I Am, right? I literally took Eminem's, you know, the way I am flow. Because 
that's the flow that I want to use for this particular song. Everyone buys, buys flows, bro. Like, Kendrick pretty much bit under 3,000's whole motherfucking goddamn blueprint and not one person said a fucking thing. So I don't even get... That's why I don't care what, you know, um, Anthony Fantano says. Huh? Sometimes they'll be here, sometimes they'll be on a platform. Okay. Because I'm looking for these two individuals. Have you seen Oh, no. No? Okay. Um, can I just go inside and just oh, yeah. take through if they're over there? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, so like what I'm, so like what I'm saying is like if you're a child actor or a child star and you start rapping, for some reason hip-hop doesn't even fucking even care about you. Like you just gotta be from the mud from the if that's the fucking case hip-hop fans who, who who say those things why don't you support the micro artists why you don't support the artists that got let's say a measly 600 fucking goddamn followers or on spotify i mean on soundcloud or 34 you know our 33 subscribers on youtube are 34 fucking subscribers on spotify you know what i mean why you don't support those artists? Why you don't support them? You know, since y'all care about the grind and the mud and the artists, nah. Y'all niggas wait till the artist gets like a little bit of fame, then you start running fucking nuts. So when y'all start coming at these fucking damn, you know, these rappers' kids and blindly call them trash simply because the fact that they're more famous. That's why that's why I'm saying that's why I don't like that's why I'm saying like when people call you like trash and shit, it's no longer what it used to be. Like you can be a dope rapper, but if you have a fucked up personality because fans are so motherfucking cheerful and cool all the time if you have allegations that are just even if it's alleged they'll think that it's fucking true if you um don't even look like physically look attractive because they do count that or you speak with an accent they don't fucking like or you rap too it can be a multitude of things they have nothing to do with anything else. They will suck. They will fucking call you trash. That's why I don't care. The niggas are mid, even though y'all keep ramping down. Mid and trash are different. It's not different. I mean, it is different, but y'all fools put in the same box to the point where, again, it's weird. But like I say, bro, and I'm gonna keep on saying this shit, man. If you're a child actor and you rap, um, just. Don't try to go big with it. I mean, of course you could because you got, you know, connections. But just do it as a fucking hobby. You know what I'm saying? It, just be real. Because most of these motherfuckers care about, let's be real, they just care about the numbers. Think about it. If Look at, these, look at um, Orlando. He's crazy. He can actually fucking rap. But because he's not mainstream, his rhyme, his music sucks. And niggas think if you don't blow up, your music sucks. Like with me. I, oh, your music, your you you your music sucks because your music sucks. That's why it's not blowing up. Because if, if that's what the case is, then why there's so many white rappers that are in the mainstream now? Because it's not like the underground rappers are trash. The mainstream rappers are good. As much hate Drake gets for his shit, and has and how many people clown on mainstream rappers? Critics do. So let's not even go there with that. And the only underground y'all niggas care about is the fucking. 
yeets and the so lonelies. And on the even with even yeet getting that shit where people say he needs to go back to the old him, the the old uh, the old albums that made him big. Now trust me, if I blew up, guess believe I gotta keep on regurgitating hmm, that same sound over and over and over because that sound was the sound that people fuck with me with. Now keep in mind that's on the mainstream level, but if it was the underground underground that fuck with it. And I started doing, it's like, nah, man, this ain't the mic since then. It's like, if we get to that point, the whole goal at this point would be just get your money. Make your art. They hate it. Fuck them. Get your money. But you got to care. No, 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 no. It's too much to care about at this point. Let's be real. Motherfuckers don't even like you to be famous. When you become famous, then it's, when, then, then, they'll, then, then it's the funny part. Then they'll say they just owe you when you were broke. You had nothing. But at the same time, these are the same fans that take your music and fucking promote it and you and promote it and share it and promote it. And then on top of the fact, these fools be low key paying these reactors on YouTube and TikTok to honestly react to their shit. Rather, it's bad publicity, good publicity, doesn't matter, it's publicity. And then it blows up and then people start talking about it. Keep in mind, people low key be, be paying for comments. Hence why these comments ain't real. Like, seriously. And then you see these people saying, here's what people said about what so-and-so, so-and-so. This is what, t- this is what Twitter says about Little Bow Wow. This is what Twitter says. It ain't like these fools are hand-picking, like, the fucking, the, the, uh, the comment with the, with the most highest fucking likes. They are faking these comments. They make it seem as what fucking people say. Have you ever seen that fucking, have you seen that show? That show where they have, um, rappers or celebrities reading mean tweets? Those ain't real tweets. Those are fake tweets. And you have fucking people in the comments who say, yeah, that's true. That's true. They're fake. No one is really real on social media because people portray who the fuck they portray images on social media. The only time people are real is, let's say, if, if you have your own personal social media account. That's about it. But you got to look deep to see if they're real or not. Other than that, man, it's just a bunch of fucking bots. Even fans know it. So, it's just real to me. It's like, I was just in one of my fucking podcasts, you know, about when Billy Irish said that rappers are fake. Rappers be lying in their rhymes. And the fact that people took that offense because it was a pop artist that said it, um, I was like, y'all retarded for that. And I meant that. Even with that old, with that, and I meant that. I meant that. I said her last name wrong, but I meant that. I meant what I said. Because it's like, y'all dumb. And then you gotta look at these critics too and why you don't take. I was looking at, like, you know, Brad Taste and all. I was just seeing where they mind is at. Because I don't ever wanna fucking go mainstream to the point where I let any of these bozos review my shit in front of their stupid ass chat room. I don't even like chats, period. I be, the thing about Dorky is different. Cause he doesn't let his chat dictate his decision, which is what a lot of these reviewers do. Hey, guys, you like the song? Yay, no, yay. No, get this shit out of there. I've seen songs that were good that was hated. Like, it was the worst shit ever. Like, come on, dog. You got motherfuckers. I, I remember there was times where I guess I was getting some traction and some motherfucker damn music review show was looking at my shit and because I was making different music that y'all niggas were up and down that artists should be doing because we're sick and tired of hearing the same shit. And then he's like, oh, no, nah, nigga, I'm not listening to that shit. And just unfollow me. But yeah, he followed me, heard the song, then unfollowed me. That's when that was a thing. So, like I say, 
don't be screaming out we want originality and then you're giving you know people corny motherfuckers like bow wow hip-hop points because you know he said something that everyone else says you're basically like for real i could come on and say these motherfuckers just sound the same bro and i can get hip-hop points let's be real with it bow wow is doing that shit again to the good graces of hip-hop heads because they're so easy to fucking goddamn they're like i'm telling you y'all fans most of y'all fans are gullible as fuck. A lot of y'all are gullible as fuck. And y'all would just fall for any fucking thing. If little Bow Wow, Bow Wow, Shaw Marsh, whatever he wants to call him, went behind that mic and hopped on a boom bappy beat and started saying the most basic ass shit, y'all would sit there and be on his dick saying, that's the Bow Wow that we know, even though he's never rapped over boom bappy beats before. Like, seriously, all it takes is a fucking... A wannabe DJ Premier beat or DJ Premier producing your track and you spin some fucking bars and then it wins you over like that. Not caring about what the fuck someone is saying. Hey, after seeing what we're hearing nowadays in real rap, y'all just take any old thing. But as long as it's on some, but as long as it's the same structs, the same standard, you're good. I'm just saying. And it, like for real, why you think I can't fucking jump out my fucking niche? I'm doing jazzy, chill lifestyle rap, which I have no problem with. But the fact that motherfuckers just pushed me in that shit. Now, what if I didn't even like that shit? But because that's your bread and butter, that's your flow, that's your sound, that's what you do. Until you blow up and then you get the main, then you get the masses and then they hear your shit. And because I rap with a baritone, monotone voice. And there are some songs where I swear the where I try to add more attention to my voice. Like I look at Pusher T because it doesn't sound fake. Because what do you do when you have a monotone voice? You have to add more to it and have more instances in your voice. You know what I mean? To not make it too monotone. There's some songs where I do sound monotone and, and, and boring, but I'm just saying that I do that to kind of like talk to you. But you know, let these motherfuckers tell it. But whatever, that's why I can't picture myself being in the mainstream light for those reasons. Oh, and they'll go back on my old fucking songs where I used to be all uppity and uppity. And then sometimes I think, well, I had no baby. Would I still make those kind of songs? No. I would probably make the songs I make now, but it'll be more quality. And then on top of the fact, I'll be in good health and I'll be at the gym every goddamn day, which in turn increases my, um, my stamina, which in turn make me feel cool because I'll be spitting crazy bars and spinning bars and doing my thing. What is what the fuck it is? My phone's about to die and I got to charge it up. But I'm just saying, if you're a child rapper, child actor, or, or if you are the spawn of a fucking... And I said this in, a, in, a, in an other podcast about Proof Son and how fans hate Proof Son for not making boom bappy rap. Because, of course, if you're a fucking son of a legend, you have to live up to their expectations. It's funny how motherfuckers sit there and say, Easy E, son, we would never live to expectations of his fucking father. Bro, Easy E was never a fucking rapper. I don't see how, dude, this is why I say certain people just shit and shit. And most is always mostly the white fans that say that. Like, do y'all just, do y'all think Easy E was a lyricist, bro? First of all, my nigga, he didn't write his own fucking shit. Dr. Dre had to coach this band to fucking rap. He's one of the first to punch in because every single fucking 
line that he rapped was all punched in. Like NWA had to coach in rap and write this man's lyrics. And y'all make it seem like Easy E was like this lyrical fucking mastermind. He's the face of NWA. He's a businessman, just like Puffy. So that's why I find it funny to me how niggas be like, oh, well, Puffy can't rap no shits. No shits. That's not his lane. Like, no one didn't say Puffy was the best rapper. You niggas just hear a nigga. So by your logic, Mary J. Blige is the best fucking female rapper because of her one verse on Touch It. And she probably ain't fucking even right. Y'all get mad about female rappers not writing their lyrics. Yeah, MC Light's a real MC till you find out that MC Light didn't write cha-cha. But listen, I don't care, bro. Even, like, come on, like, a little Kim don't write her own fucking shit. Biggie writes her shit. We don't care. It, 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 it's still fire. Okay, so that energy is never okay. So when Drake, but hey, we just gonna just, hey, the first ghostwriting been around since... Grandmaster Cash, but again, we don't care about hip hop history. Yeah, this is the reason why shit, when shit happens in rap, y'all think that it's new and it's really not. Like ghost riding, that's not new. Like Big Hank didn't write that verse, Grandmaster Cash did. Because I'm actually, I like looking at hip hop documentaries. I actually don't have a short attention span like most of y'all. I pay attention to what is said and I just learn something. But again, my folks don't want to learn anything about the culture that they're in. Hence why you got a bunch of dumbasses thinking hip hop is just rap. So when you start saying how, when they start saying how hip hop is dead, they're not looking at the four elements of hip hop. They're looking at rapping. Even though it's not dead, there's a lot of dope rappers, they're just not being fucking mainstream and since most of y'all fans want to play this little game where if the mainstream masses ain't feeding us these artists well we they don't exist and if they are mighty like super small rappers then we're not gonna fuck with them i got like right now homegirl she's promoting a fucking single right now like crazy and you got motherfuckers hating the fact that she's promoting her single and saying that the song is overrated now bro she's promoting her fucking single that's what she does. And then you getting mad because she's promoting a fucking goddamn single. That's what she's supposed to do. Grow a fan base, promote a single. And because the fact that she's promoting a single and you're pissed off because the same song and it's overrated now, then bitch don't listen to it. And even fucking time, even on this video, she puts Tyler Creator at the front saying, yo, just let people know that you put out a fucking song and she's promoting it, promoting this. Like, trust me, if I kept on promoting this song Oxygen over and over and over and over and over and over and over, we will get tired of that song. And keep in mind, I promoted that fucking song three times. I promote it again. But it's like, again, it's funny because y'all tell artists don't. Like, don't just dump to one song. Keep promoting that song until it gets, gets, gets the numbers that it needs to get. Keep doing that. You're keep promoting the same song. It's getting boring. Then if we barely promote the fucking song and jump to the next song, then it's don't do that because that song could have blew you up. So you can't fucking really win both ways. Keep on promoting the same song till it, till it gets the ears and gets more fans. You're promoting this song too much, bro. You need to stop doing that, man. You're, 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 that's, it, it, it's overrated. It's trash anyway. It's ass anyway. It's song's ass anyway. The hook is garbage. Da, 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 da. Don't promote it as much. You don't see no fucking results. 
And then that's because the, and keep in mind, that's how these fools treat all small artists. You know who they, you know who they don't say that shit to? Burger King. Burger King puts it in your face. Burger King puts it like, look at how marketing is like on the radio. They're going to keep on promoting the same shit. Burger King, Whoppers promote that every time. And even though it's annoying, they'll keep doing it because they know that if you do it enough, huh, let me go and go to Burger King because they really promoting the fuck out this product. Because your music is a fucking product, you idiots. So you have to fucking promote it like a product, right? Because your music is a product. You're the face. You're the brand. Your music is the fucking product. And if you don't promote your product like crazy, you don't care about that product. I don't see why people get upset about that. They'll let rappers who are mainstream promote their shit in their face 24-7. No one says nothing. A smaller artist do it on TikTok. Fans get upset and want to talk about how you're always overrated in this trash. And then, we, then in the same breath, complain and wonder, why come? Where's no worse? There's no real MCs. There's no real artists. Where's the, where's the artist at? Where's the artist at? Where's the real MCs? And then when the real MCs come to, you, to be in your fucking face, you sit there with my fucking part. Oh, your flows are okay. Your style is okay. You don't, I mean, you, you got dope bars. You remind me of insert monotone double entendre, I mean, monotone, multi-syllable rapper here, because I love to fucking compare rappers that are rappers. You know, find your own style. You remind me of insert rapper I've never heard of here, even though I don't sound like him. Like, your beat selection reminds me of this rapper. Find your own style and your own beats. Be more original. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. And most of the time, it's that niggas who are trying to copy a wave. What wave am I copying? Like, off your fucking high horse. But I'm saying, bro, that's what you get when you when you and you be wondering why motherfuckers don't like marketing your music, don't like being on the business side of things because fans think that they're smart, they know the business side. But then when you, as a little artist, do the exact shit that you're supposed to do to prop to promote your product, which is your fucking music, they will look at it as not even the product. Because it's you doing it. You're a nobody. See, if that was Kendrick, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, they'll jump. If Kendrick says, hey, man, uh, go to Magic, go to the go to the park and spin around a circle and, then I'll, and, for my, and, and record yourself doing it and I'll drop my album. They will literally go and do it. But since you ain't got that power, who the fuck are you? And even if you do get to that fucking, you know, like, they'll sit there and shit on you like, who the fuck is this nigga? Like I told you, I've seen very talented lyrical rappers on Sway that are not popular, on Funkmaster Flex that are not popular. And I've seen a plethora of people in the comments calling it trash, lame, it's not good enough, it's not real enough, it's not hip-hop enough, his face look weird, his drip is weird, I don't like him, his hair is weird. Things that have nothing to do with your doesn't have. You can be spitting your heart out, spitting some bars, but oh, you know, you're his. He's everything about him is weird. He he he's this, he's that, and then you know he's not good enough, bro. There's letting anyone on this motherfucking show, bro. Like damn, hip hop is in a bad place right now. You got mediocre niggas like this spitting, even though he's spitting double, even though he's spitting a bunch of multisyllabic rhymes and not saying nothing too simple and, and really advancing, saying some of the van shit, like, it's not enough. It's not enough, man. It's not enough. And you fucking wonder why when people see these type of things about how hip-hop is dying, people don't take motherfuckers like you seriously because you motherfuckers are so E-list 
and eat so eating this is fucking goddamn it's, it's just annoying I'm just saying that's why I stopped caring about the culture I care about the culture for me not for the culture which means I make music for me not to appease a bunch of motherfucking backpackers I do shit for me not for a bunch of motherfucking rappers who just want lyrical rap and then they'll just sit there and count how many syllables and bars that you fucking goddamn spit because it's not appeasing them that's for anybody I don't care if you old school, new school, big underground that's how it is because by me thinking like this I can make music for me and when people start talking about it's mid it's trash you're rapping too monotone with no energy like Boley James don't fucking exist and it's mostly niggas who make hype rap music go to my fucking podcast about that I say about boom and I stand by what the fuck I said because I see that shit so much it's like how you gonna come, how you gonna tell me I'm too monotone but Earl Sweatshirt but MF Doom but Rock Marciano though Hell, Master Ace. And here's the, and here's the kicker with fans, too. When they say, like, when this one is like, that's why Kodak Black, he's garbage because he doesn't switch up his flu. And they don't mean, I'm talking about, like, your vocal, pro, your vocal inflections when you're rapping. Like, track A. I'll be rapping like this all the time. What are you talking about, nigga? Track two. I'll be on my fucking grind every single day. Track three. I'll be on my grind. That's what the fuck they're talking about. Your voice is gonna always remain the same, I guess, doing it, re- re- getting the fucking memo. Even if I fucking change up my fucking picture, you're gonna fucking still hear a few things that remind me of your, my original voice. By the same time I do that shit, it sounds weird. What's one is it, fans? Rap in a weird voice and niggas call you garbage for doing it, or be, be consistent, because by me doing that, that kills the consistency. Like with Kodak, they just like, trust me, fans do this shit too. And they openly will they openly do this. They'll hear two songs from you and just be like, oh hell no, he trash. Anyway, give it a full a, a real chance. Guess what? Every song they'll listen to it for about three seconds. Because society tells you three seconds. Three seconds. For someone to listen to your fucking note. Three four no, three seconds. Three seconds. If a motherfucker, if the beat gets them in, cool. If you're a verse doesn't get them in within the first few seconds i'm turning the fucking shit off if you're not yelling in my ear or rapping with some kind of emotion guess what we're not going guess what i'm turning it off and since fans think like that noise i don't care that's what makes me not give a fuck about this music shit i'm looking at everybody i'm in the thought of everybody and how they think and I do see fans, they don't think like that. There's some fans that don't think like that, but the vast majority do. They openly express it online. They openly say, hey, bro, I'm like this. Two songs, that's who you are. You're trash to me forever. It doesn't matter. They're not going to check, they check your whole catalog. All you need to do is hear one or two songs. That's it. You don't fucking, I don't fuck with you no more. I don't fuck with you. Okay, fine. Then you're not a fucking real fan. I mean, I didn't need you as a fan anyway. These are the same fucking fans that will fucking turn on you and act as if they ain't never even liked you. You drop one bad or one good, one bad album, one bad song. You have to, that's that's, that's just how it is, man. How it is. I'm going back. I got to change my phone.